Yo, what up? What up? What's up? Welcome to episode ten. Boop, we boop, boop, boop. we in double digits. <laughs> Who thought we was gonna get to ten? <laughs> I thought we'd be canceled after two. <laughs> we we still might get man. We don't you know we haven't had that many listeners, so we still have time to uh to to get to get canceled. Um, <laughs> the minute we get a sponsor, then people <laughs> oh they making money now. Nah, you heard what they said. 16 episodes ago <laughs> yo so welcome to the carbon footprint i'm sean yeah i'm juan and we're gonna just get right into it yeah, as yeah. we as we always do yo this weekend man this weekend i gotta hit you up on this man so me and like five other of my childhood friends got together over like a zoom meeting and so they're all they're, they're all like in new york somewhere new york or new jersey and so I haven't talked to some of these guys for years, years, bro. Some of us, you know, we'll go, we'll, we'll banter back and forth on, on Facebook a little bit, man. But to actually like get on the phone and talk to these guys, like it's been, it's been quite some time. And bro, we was on there like, like six yentas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, wait, wait a minute. That's not anti-Semitic. Is Yo, it? that might be, man. That, you know what that reminded me of? You know, uh, you remember the nanny? Isn't oh, isn't yeah. the grandmother name Yenta? I don't know. Did she just call her an old Yenta? I don't know, man. The 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 Yenta thing. I I got that from Howard Stern. You know, I'm a Howard Stern fan. So <laughs> he ain't get canceled yet. <laughs> <laughs> he too old. They gonna leave him alone. They gonna leave. <laughs> you canceling everybody. You figure how it was a matter of time. Now nah, he's grandfathered in. He's grandfathered in. <laughs> he's yeah, he can say whatever he wants. <laughs> but yo, so um, it was like yeah, we were on there for a, a good three hours. And yeah, and 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 let me tell you, man, it, it was on like Zoom? On, on Zoom. How many of you got? Six of us. Oh shit! And bro, and it was like we picked up like right where we left off. And some of these guys I have not seen for probably ten plus years. And it was such a good conversation, man. And 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 you know, it reminded me of you ever seen that movie The Sandlot? Oh yeah, yeah. It's Classic. an awesome movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorite movies, Classic. man. But it's it's like that, like right, right. You get have like these group of friends. And remember, I left, I left New York when I was fourteen, and so it just it just kind of goes to show, like thirty years, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. More. Yeah. More than 30, 30, 32 years ago, bro. You owe. Holy shit. <laughs> and so, but dude, like those friendships that I that that I formed way back then, bro, like how they still hold true and then we haven't again like i haven't spoke to a lot of those guys for a long time other than through like i said maybe a little social media here and there um but what a you know what a good time we had good conversations just catching up man and it was like you know like six dudes from spanish harlem that I mean, nobody's any nobody's a multi-millionaire or anything, right? But everybody's sort of doing well for themselves. Everybody's like not living in not living there anymore. No, right? You know what I mean? I don't like, know, man. Is Spanish Harlem expensive now? You might want to be <laughs> living there. You might. <laughs> it's time to move back. It's time to go back. I never left. I was on the come up. But yo, like, the, you know, my 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 wife recently has wanted been wanting to reach out to some folks that. She hasn't spoken to in a long time. And and after having that talk with those guys, I was like, man, if any of you guys are like looking to like re-engage with people that you haven't talked to in a long time, just do it. Because chances are, like there's really like no grudge or anything there. 
for, you know, for the most part, obviously there's, 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 uh, there's, there's cases where it will be like that, but for the most part, you know, I think there's, there's probably like an awkwardness that comes when you don't for a long time and then you want to reach back out, but you're like, uh, like, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, how do I do that? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just do it. Like, I'm telling you, it was, it was almost like we didn't skip a beat. You just pick right back we up. We just kind of yeah. pick back up and we just like, yo, like, you know, we're just talking about random stuff and it wasn't anything. Like, I don't even know what half those guys do for a living. Right. I just, you know, we talked about where they, where they lived and what have you. But I remember hanging up when I hung up the phone, we had been on, we had been on the zoom for like, uh, for like three hours and it was just a good, good conversation, man. We watched the, we watched the UFC Oh, through it? Together. oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Do it that so, way. Yeah, so that's it was awesome. dope. And so some of the fights that you don't care about, right? We're just we're just shooting the shit like that's awesome. Uh dude. So so yeah. Anybody out there, if you guys want to reconnect with anybody, like don't think it's awkward. It's not. That other person is probably feeling the same way and 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 is and is hoping that you that you reach out. So. Yeah, man. Oh, if y'all just want to get a six person Zoom going, I don't know six people, so <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of like if that happened to me, I couldn't come up with six people, bro. From my childhood, I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very likable, bro. <laughs> I don't have sex. <laughs> I talk too much. <laughs> I got like four, <laughs> and I might have to drag you into that. <laughs> and you ain't I'll, even know me as a kid. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pretend. <laughs> you pretend. Yo, remember that time you just be making up stuff? No, man. You know what? Part of that that's funny, man, was that one of the dudes that was on the call was actually not one of the guys that was there when I was a kid, but like he came in like right after I left. Okay. So so he was so your replacement. Of, yep. Yeah, he's like a replacement, <laughs> he's right? Your replacement. So I met this guy for the first time, but again, like he's been like around that around that the crew, like, right? Like for the for the entire time. And and there was still people that was missing from there, man. So looking forward to, awesome, to, to, to and, keeping and that. And fellas or just guys in general should do that more, bro. We're we're uh we try to be too like tough and too like whatever. Where like like you said, just reach out to your boys. But hey, man, let's all get on a call and talk shit. Like you know, that was always looked at as a as a as like old Yenta thing, right? It's it's not, man. I think uh, there's something healthy about that, right? About Absolutely. just shooting the shit with guys and then just you said you pick up right back up, and I'm sure that brought up like good memories and good like you know like you start reminiscing about man, remember this man? It's just a good feeling I think to to catch up with people like that, man. So that's awesome, dude. Yeah, no, That's it really dope. was. I mean, we talked about old times. We talked about, you know, obviously all of us have, or the most of us have families. So we talked about, you know, raising other kids. Some of us have all girls. Some of us have all boys. And so, yeah, it was, it was just, just a, just a really good, really good vibe, man. Really good conversation with those guys. So definitely looking forward. Shout out to you guys. You all know who you are. Um, looking forward to keeping that rolling. That's awesome, man. Yo, sports. Cool. Sports this week. Dope. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. Redskins, Art. or or <laughs> the artist formerly known as <laughs> <was gonna> say, <laughs> the team formerly known as the Redskins, and uh, it even feels weird still saying that like the Redskins, right? Yeah, like it even feels weird saying that, but yeah, I don't know. Until then, we're gonna use quotations and say Warriors because I'm I'm gonna assume that's where they're gonna go. Yeah, and uh, you know what? I think if, for those of you who listened to last week's episode, right? Yeah, um, where we talked about uh, the possible use of the name Red Tails. Um, was really, really, and and I'm still pulling for that man. Which got a lot of, uh, do we certainly got a lot of people to reach out to us and and who commented either on the post where we said, hey, that was uh, uh, like we, this is our kind of pick for what we want it to be called. Um, 
I think a lot of people agreed, man, because there's a lot of people who reached out who weren't necessarily um, like friends of ours or family, just people who who probably just saw it on Instagram and in their feed and and, you know, either liked it or said like uh, or just dropped a comment saying like, oh, that's cool. I love that name and all that stuff. So I felt like it was uh, I think a lot of people would be on board with something like that where you go. It's, it pays homage to to a, a group that paid a significant part in our history, man. That would be awesome. Yeah. And I hadn't even considered that. I didn't even thought of that, man. When you brought that, I was like, man, that's an awesome Name. It, it would be an awesome name, but I think that they, like you said, the Warriors is the name that's kind of like the front runner, and I think it's because he had the name from like I guess he had naming rights to um to the to the Arena Football League team that was to be like the expansion team that was to be before they folded in what 2012. I want to say they folded. Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been long, a while. Right? Yeah, bro, it's been a while. I see, man, and, and the reason I kind of sort of lean Warriors, I guess, because I always look at follow the kind of the dollars, right? And you go the path of least resistance to him would probably be that, because otherwise he's got to go earn the naming rights or or pay for them, or and then he's got to get it approved. Because I think just because they say, hey, this is going to be our team name now, I don't think it works that way. I think they have to get it approved. I'm not sure. I think the the owners have to approve. Like you can't just pick a name maybe i'm wrong but i thought that that had to go through some sort of approval process and i thought there was like a name change fee that leagues charge you but maybe you don't in this scenario because they're kind of doing it as a i guess as a measure of um of of, i guess trying to get rid of something controversial that hurts the league so you would think the league would go hey we'll waive that fee or maybe not (laughs) yeah i don't know man but i mean like you know like fedex is putting pressure on them pepsi's putting pressure on them nike put pressure on them and so obviously today they announced that they're they're that they're dropping um the name and 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 they're gonna announce something hopefully by the end of this week you know what's interesting man is i look at those companies like uh like the fedex and the nikes and i go you better not mess something up here anytime soon dude you're gonna be that vocal and you're gonna come out and not that they're wrong because i i mean i think that's long overdue but um yeah, you're going to go out. It's like the the whole glass house thing, right? Like like FedEx, you better be on it <laughs> the next couple. Like I want to go look at a, a a picture of the board of directors for FedEx, see what they all look like. I know what Nike looks like. <laughs> Nike looks like uh, the, the what's the one with the Griswolds vacation that <laughs> looks like all. Um, Which one? Like European yeah. vacation? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It looks like European vacation. <laughs> It, 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 there's not a whole lot of diversity in the Nike's board. Um, so I'd be curious to see like FedEx and all that. Like all these people, you know what, man, I feel like we always overcorrect for everything. Like people, you know, we, we try to, I guess, uh, uh, fix our shortcomings. And then it's like, we go so far in the other direction where now, you know, like the stuff we've touched on in the past, whether you're, you're, you're getting rid of the Aunt Jemima, uh, bottle, you're doing all stuff. And I go, and then renaming schools and doing all this. And then I go, that's awesome. That's cool. But it's like that nothing replaces. Like, how about you hire some diversity? How about you? You put your money where your mouth is. Like, I don't want you to just change the name of a building or tear down a statue. Like, do meaningful things for that community. Like, everybody tries to throw dollars at it. You know, I saw Nike throwing dollars, but then you go, no, how about you hire some 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 uh, executives that represent different backgrounds and all that? Um, and granted, I, Nike does have... Uh, a diverse group of athletes and things that they sponsor. So, you know, from women to men to, you know, black, brown, white, uh, handicap or handicapable, or, you know, I, I think, you know, Special Olympics athletes and all that, whatever the proper term for that is, I don't want to offend that group, but the, um, you know, they do have diversity from that aspect, but then you look at their corporate 
thing. Whenever you see the pictures of the Nike board members, it's not that diverse, man. So same thing with Disney. Disney's not very diverse. Like their board of directors, you go, listen, man, get some representation in there. Because then those are the people who are going to go, who are going to see something messed up and go, yeah, yeah, guys, hold on. As a member of that community, let me let me tell you what's wrong with that image or that, you know. I think that in itself would go a long way. And, and you know, again, I appreciate the gestures of trying to get rid of statues and whatever else and renaming teams. But let's go do some things of substance. You know, like don't just don't just put lipstick on the pig. Like, let's get to the, the root right. of it, you know. Yep. And speaking of that team from D.C., one of their former players were uh, making some anti-Semitic statements this week. Right. Deshaun Jackson. I'm not even going to go into what he said. You guys can go look that up on, on social media to see what what exactly it was, but it was some anti-Semitic stuff. Um, and, and so he's being called out by, you know, other sort of Jew, other Jewish football players. And, and what I, what I thought that was cool was that, um, people were reaching out with, uh, education in mind, right. Trying to, trying to educate him, which by the way, he didn't get, um, he got fined by his team, which is actually the same, um, the same, uh, punishment that, uh, what did the other guy, the guy from the Eagles. Oh, Riley Cooper. We just that's yep, yep. Riley Cooper. Um, he when when he said the N word years ago, and and you know they find him. So Deshaun Jackson basically got that same that same punishment. He's on the Eagles now too. Um, but I thought it was really he's cool. back on the Eagles. Oh yeah, he's he back, is, on, back the on the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, yep. you're right, you're right. And so what I thought was really cool though was that there was there was guys uh, reaching out to him, and and one in particular was was a Holocaust survivor. And I think he's gonna go with this guy to where is it? To Auschwitz. To Auschwitz. Yeah. Yep. And, and and try to you know get some education there, right? Because when it comes down to it, man, that's what we need. We just we need the conversations, you know. Because I, I you know what? It's it's funny, man. When people say stuff or, or or when they write it, like I always think that we all think bad shit in our head from time to time, and we're really just. You know, we're, we're just one step away from from that written word or from that something coming out of your mouth. Um, but what really changes that that mindset is when you talk to people and when you educate yourself. Um, in this case, like about the Jewish folks um, and 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 like their, their history and what they went through. Um, one great book, bro, um, is uh, "Man's Search for Meaning." And if and if and even if you're not an avid reader, it's a pretty short book. It's an easy read. And um, the guy in there goes through what he went through. And I can't remember the guy's name right now. It escapes me. Um, but man search for meaning. Anyway, he goes through. He, he, he actually experienced, um, you know, he was he was a prisoner, you know, in the Holocaust. And and he goes through things in that book where like taking the train ride and then getting off of the train and somebody being there and telling like like looking at like basically sizing up the person and and based on the way they look physically if you look physically capable of work they'll send you one way and if you didn't then they send you the other way and the other way was going to the gas chambers which they found out later on right at the point at the time getting off the train they didn't they know no idea they just think you're going to a different group of people they don't know what the sorting essentially right. is for of but he goes through things like um you know, he would get to like he so so he was capable of working, obviously, right? Because the guy still the guy was still alive to write the book, but he gets over to where he's gonna sort of stay, and then he gets sized up again, and they're like, "Oh, you have good shoes on. Give me those. Like, here's a pair that don't fit you." And then these guys are sleeping in like in 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 a place where they kind of put down straw, but it's like 
the, the species sleeping in their own feces. And this is, dude, this just goes on. And the book is a, is, is a really good reminder of, man, if you think you had it bad or if you think you have it bad, go read that. Dude, and this is less than 80 years ago. Like, this is recent. This is recent. You know what I mean? Like, there's people alive today who lived through that yeah. or whose grandparents lived through that. Like, it's insane to think that just 80 years ago, we lived in a world where there was some guy who just said, collect all these people from this group and just, like, yeah. how you get away. It's just mind-blowing, man, how you get away with something like that is yeah, it's nothing oh, crazy. Towards the end of the book, when, he, when, he, when, when they get released, so when the war is over. Like, it was literally the guys who were treating you like shit every day, beating you, what have you, go, hey, guys, like, yeah, like, the gate's open, like, you're, you're free to go. Like, it was like that. Like, you know, you're free to go. And, and you know, you, you kind of, like, I don't think anybody could imagine that that mental anguish yeah, that you go dude. through during that time. You meant that, like, how do you not take it out on those guys? And you're, there's a lot of you, and I'm going to assume that you guys outnumber them. It takes a big person, man, to not go. <laughs> but, dude, they wouldn't even, like, they wouldn't feed them. Again, I don't want to give away the whole book. I'm not going to go into the whole book. But even, like, the way that they would feed them, it would be, like, once a day they would get fed and it would be, like, soup, but but almost with, like, nothing. So it's almost it's like, like probably enough to keep like you alive. Dirty and, water, right? It's like and and, and productive for them, I guess, in whatever I sense of the word. I don't even it was that. productive, bro, because they would put them in these harsh conditions with with Jeez. no clothes and shoes that don't fit, and they working out in the snow. And oh man, like that's listen. You think your life is bad? Go read that book. <laughs> Perspective, right? The you know it's um, Neil Brennan, uh, comedian who I love. Uh, his last special he's a guy who wrote uh who helped write Chappelle show so um kind of Chappelle's right hand man uh kind of the genius probably behind a lot of the stuff uh that Chappelle show stuff but anyway great comedian he has this great bit that he does about the last day of slavery where you know like the guy you know basically like the slave owner is walking in front of them it's like well guys um so we had a good run there you know type thing uh you know please don't murder me i'm gonna set you loose today you know it's kind of like the awkwardness of a situation like that which i thought was is a good way to add levity to something so heavy where he's just like yeah you know like it's fun while it lasted you know please try not to murder me guys you know like and he just goes the bit is great if you get a chance look it up it's such a good bit uh neil's a brilliant comic but yeah that when you said that it reminded me of that like how do you yeah, how does that how does, how does that, that actually go yeah. right like you said you open the gates and go hey um so you don't have to sleep in your feces like you guys can go find something else to do to the, you know like how do you the awkwardness right yeah. or something like that he kind of goes through that where he where he goes it, they thought it was like a joke and then they're like, no, 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 like the war's over. They're gonna trick you into something. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. No, no, how no, do no, you have over. like go get out of here? Like you guys are free. Yeah, how do you trust something like that? Right, like you've gone through this period of of just something that not like none of us could ever imagine. I don't, you know, like no. for most of us, we will never experience anything like that in our life. Couldn't even picture it. Yeah, how do you go and and in that moment think like, oh, oh, okay, do I walk? Like you, you have to be freaking out, going, "There's no way this is a a ploy to get me somewhere that, and then they're gonna off me or something like that." Like that's just wild, man. But you know, what I love about the Deshaun Jackson thing, man, was that um, you so you know we kind of talk about this all the time. Is I don't want you to censor the racist. I don't want you to do that. Just expose them, right? And then we know who not to associate with, or we know who to educate if they're open to that, right? So I think the fact that people reached out to Deshaun Jackson, going, you know, an Auschwitz survivor, going like, no, no, let me go take you to Auschwitz. I guarantee you, Deshaun hopefully will learn something from that, and that'll be a heavy experience for him. 
And I think that's the way you get people, you know, someone who doesn't understand what you're going through, who doesn't have empathy for what you're going through. But then you educate them and you go, no, like this is this is how it happened. This is what really. And I think someone hopefully like Deshaun Jackson. And I think you should do that with anybody. Like, I'm glad, you know, they didn't cancel. They didn't kick them out the league. Find them. Do whatever your protocol is. But I'm glad that other people reached out and said, hey, like, here's an opportunity. Like I saw Julian Edelman reached out to him and said, right hey, here. we'll go to the Holocaust Museum together. Let me educate you on that. Um, and sure, I'm sure some of those guys were 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 probably petty in the initial reaching out. Like, hey, man, let me take you to this. But I, I go, I think that's a better way to handle this stuff to go, hey, you know what? If you're open minded to this, I want to take you to that. And I want to educate you on what I know about it and try to get you to see my side, my perspective. And again, it moves it moves the conversation forward. I think when you do things like that, other than saying, kick Deshaun Jackson out of the league and cancel him forever, right? Like, you know, and maybe you should do that with like NASCAR. You go, someone like Bubba Wallace will hopefully expose those guys to something that they've never seen before, a culture that they've never seen before, some NASCAR fans, and they'll go, oh, okay, cool. Like, I had never even thought of that or I hadn't seen this perspective, right? You know, so you're not going to get everybody that way, but I think it's a good way to go about it is is the education aspect of it for sure man so i'm glad that worked out that way i thought it was stupid especially during this time you're ruining the or you could have ruined the progress that this whole uh, blm movement has had lately um but i think the fact that people didn't go uh straight outrage and just shut them down that people did go the let me educate you route i think hopefully we're shifting more towards that dynamic because he could have really killed the movement going on now they would have just been like oh you see there's racists on that side and there's ra-, you know and it could have just killed progress and i think that's what people were more uh, upset about especially in in that player community going damn it deshaun like i saw some guys defending him and i was just I like don't, don't do it yeah, yeah don't just be quiet just be quiet yep like don't do it he was wrong just you know and i didn't even see the comments i just saw anti-semitic thing and i just went oh boy here we go <laughs> yeah like i said you can go i mean you can go and and, and research that shit so get some speak, more whiskey dude so speaking of the nfl man like they're they're planning on starting this thing up but like even college football right now is there. I don't know if they're going to have a season. So the Ivy League already canceled. So, right? So, so I mean, I, did I they ever about, really show up though? <laughs> <laughs> like, did the Ivy League I didn't, ever, I didn't even know they had football teams. <laughs> yeah, do they? Harvard has a football team? I think so. Don't they only play each other? Yeah, you're right, right? man. They do. So. They all play each other. Yeah, because do you want to play Harvard against Alabama? Right, right, but <laughs> but you know what? I, I, if I'm not mistaken, and I, and I, and I want to say a mutual friend of ours told me this, um, their hockey teams are like insane. The Ivy League, the hockey I, teams? yeah, which actually makes sense. Yeah. Right? you got to have a little bit of money to play hockey. Yeah. Hockey is not a not well, a yeah, sport. because the the um the point of entry is so is so high, right? Like the 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 barrier to entry is so high that you go, you got to find a rink, you got to buy gear. You got to live in the right neighborhood. You got, you know, it's just all this stuff that, yeah, that makes sense, right? That that you would have Ivy League, um, but I, but if I'm not mistaken, they canceled sports and all of it until 2021. Ooh, the rowing kids are gonna be pissed. <laughs> Winklevoss twins are gonna be mad as hell. <laughs> but so they've done that, and then they so got... do they cancel your scholarship? Sorry, I, I'm thinking about no, that. So if, if if you had a no, sports scholarship, do they kick you out? Because I did see that, um, you know, we're kicking you out of this country if your if school doesn't. Uh, did you see that? Yeah. So, so do the and it was like League... MIT, right? Is MIT and Harvard? Yes. Um They basically said like if if you don't open the schools, because I think those two schools came out and said we're gonna we're gonna do online only. Yeah. And then I think there was a Trump administration. I don't know if it's if it's him personally or just the administration as a whole, but obviously he's got his name on it. They said, 
if you don't live here, you're right? right. If you're a foreign student, then you can't go. If, it, if they if they do only online, which they do doesn't only make online, sense which to is, me. I mean, they're they're enrolled. And what do you you want them? Can they still be enrolled as long as it's in their country? No. So then you get kick you completely out of the school. Like you're just you're not allowed to attend virtual school in America. And period. If you don't live here. Which is, I mean, it's, it's, I don't even know what the, I, I would love, you know what, I haven't done my research, but I would love to know what the, what the thought process is behind that. What do you, yeah. are, is, is there an idea that they're taking tax dollars, I guess, uh, if you're living in a dorm, but for last I checked, if you are a student from out of state in America, you pay a hell of a lot more than students here for, you tuition, think about, you for have to tuition. Pay, oh for tuition yes. it's triple some in some cases like double or triple yep. you're paying cost of uh, uh, of room and board you're you have to be integrated into the society that you know so you're going to spend money right like you're, you're going to be buying food and you're going to be buying clothing you're going to be buying so the idea that these guys are mooching like it's not like they qualify for financial aid it's not like so yeah it just doesn't make sense to me yeah like, it's really from, odd from an economic perspective it, right you're, you're, and usually you're that's hurting the, you're just hurting their their hurting chances the to make money. And how many of us here could really get into Harvard or MIT? You got <laughs> you got you got to have to really lower the bar there, man. <laughs> but I think that those two schools are actually suing the administration because of that rule. Because of the rule, good for right, them. Right. So so, they're, so, they're, so they are fighting it. Um, but in the other piece of colleges, like the Big Ten and the Pac-12, are going conference only model. So, so bro, I'm thinking like that could be good in some cases. Yeah, but, but then yeah, but then you don't get that 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 sort of interconference play. And then I'm going, who does Notre Dame play? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. It don't matter, man. Notre Dame ain't shown up for a real out of conference opponent in a long time. Anyway, you just like them let let them play high school teams, and then they'll be ranked number two. But they're anyway. independent, right? Because yeah, not, 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 somebody out there who's who's probably better versed in college football than I am would probably say, "Oh, well, they you know they play the." I think they're sort eight, of big. Are they 10, right? AC, no? I thought they were ACC. See, that's oh, the thing. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know, even know. Man. I, don't I thought know. they were Big Ten kind of, but yeah, you might be right. They might be Atlantic Coast. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But like, I know for a fact that their schedule this year had um, like Wisconsin, USC, Stanford. So they lose those. Yeah. But I Stanford think, is the only one I'm iffy on there. But you're losing to USC. You're losing to Wisconsin. Uh, I don't know, bro. USC? They're kind of suspect. Yeah, that's true, man. You know what? Dude, it's it's too nice in California to worry about football practice. <laughs> that's why they, they've gotten progressively suckier as <laughs> as California has gotten better to live in. <laughs> Just like, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Actually, that, that may not be the... Um, yeah, you, I'm trying to think. Wisconsin, USC. And so that was their out of conference. That was a that was the well, that was the, well, those are the toughest, the notable games, I guess. In those in the Big Ten and Pac-12. So no Ohio so State, no other, Michigan. I don't know. That's the thing. Like if oh. the other the other conferences haven't followed suit, so it doesn't matter yet. Okay, so so, I'd be curious to see the rest of the schedule because yeah. Just... But you know what? Speaking of USC and California, I heard Jada got into an entanglement. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you right now, if Facebook doesn't add a relationship status that says entangled, the marketing department sucks, bro. They wasted their entire content team on nothing. Did you it, see that? Did you see it? I saw like snippets of it. Oh, man. hold on, man. You gotta fill in. Oh. You gotta fill in the listeners, man. What's 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 the story? So I guess so. For what I can gather, you step in if I'm wrong here. But I guess Will and Jada was separated at some point in time, 
uh, Jada had uh, allegedly, a little, yeah, yeah. So they were separated allegedly, or whatever happened. And Jada had a, a little uh, entanglement, as she likes to call it. For the rest of us, we gonna just say she was uh, hooking up with uh, August August Alcina. Yeah. And um, and I guess August was the one who came out who said like, oh, man, you know, like because people were calling him a liar. I forget how he got out, but people were basically calling him a liar about it. He goes, listen, man, this is what really happened. And he claims that Will even gave him his blessing and blah, blah, right, blah, 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 right. which I kind of tend to believe because if you're August Alcina, man, there's no upside for you. Like, you're not that famous. So you either come out of that and people shut you down because you're hitting after like Hollywood yeah, royalty. He, he was he was pretty famous. I think back then, not Will and like Jada four, famous, man. No, like, no, 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 no. You know what Definitely I mean? Like in, right. in that level, you go if you come out and you're bullshitting about that, you're getting you're getting shunned and your career is over because you're not. It's like coming out against Beyonce, Jay Z. It's like saying a lie about them. People are just automatically going to shut you out, even if they were a fan of you. And I think there was no gain for him. Like I guess maybe dropping the Jada rumor, there was something to gain there because it, it definitely picks up traction. But then I go making that, doing that entire interview and saying like, no, nah, man, Will gave me his blessing, doing all that. I go, there's. I don't think he would make that part up, so I kind of tend to, to to believe him. Yeah, in the article, um, in the in or the interview that I that I read, it was actually really like positive of of the relationship that he had with yeah, her. Yeah, he, he was very like, complimentary. Man, like, I was, like, like really yeah. like the first time I was really like in love and and, and what have you. Like he talks it, about being heartbroken, basically. Right. Like they're like they like a breakup. Like it was a real breakup to him. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like he doesn't. It it, it wasn't like a bashing interview. No, you know, not at all. In, not at all. In, in any way, shape, or form. But that was awkward. The Will and Jada thing was awkward because they do it on her talk show, right? <laughs> and then she goes, August and I were in an entanglement. And you're like... Will goes, a relationship. A relationship. Yeah. <laughs> he corrects her real quick. And you're just like, it was so bizarre, man. So strange. Hollywood romances are, are different, man. But you know what, though? It humanizes Will and Jada, right? They got problems like everybody else. And so I think in... Uh, in some ways, maybe people look at that and go, cool, you know, we've all been through different things. You know, relationships are hard, right? So you maybe, but just <laughs> the entanglement thing, man. Facebook, you need to add a, a relationship status that says you're entangled. <laughs> and if you do, we want credit. We want, yep. <laughs> y'all, hit us up if y'all see that pop up on Facebook. <laughs> Yo, speaking of bad relationships. Johnny Depp was accused of domestic violence. I love that segue. <laughs> Dude, so his I guess his 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 ex-wife, like um what the hell's her name? Uh I think it's like Amber Heard. Okay. That sound does that sound right? Yeah, she's an Aquaman. I'm going off the I'm going off the dome here. Yeah, yeah. Um but they were they were married for a few years or I think they were married for like a year. And anyway, they got divorced and um but now she's coming out saying that, you know, that he like abused her, like domestic violence type shit. And then so he's like countersuing, going like, no, 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 you were the abuser. Listen, man. And then he goes, yo, he mentions this thing. And I go like, man, why would you say that? What? He said that she shit the bed like on purpose. <laughs> Wait, that's not an expression. That's like like shit the bed means like, like, the- you, like he meant literally. No, literally. <laughs> Yo, how does that even come up? Like, what is she? I don't know. You know like, what? You know what she did one time? Yeah, she shit, and it was on purpose. She said it was on purpose. And she looked at me, dude. He's such a tiny dude that I'm having. I'm trying to think of what Amber Heard looks like. She might be bigger than Johnny Depp. Like, 
he looks like Willy Wonka. Like the fact that you would get beat up by Johnny Depp. Like I'm having a tough time. I'm not saying that she lying. I'm just saying that I'm having a tough time thinking that anyone could get beat up by Johnny Depp. Maybe he had like a Napoleon complex. He's a child. Yeah, like I can't think of. I do. <laughs> I just can't think of Johnny Depp. I can think of Johnny Depp being belligerently drunk and throwing shit at you. But I doubt it gets very far. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't. He just doesn't look like he can make it very far. Is he one us. of those guys you just grab him by the collar, snatch him yeah. up, and like, hey, through his little scarf, <laughs> like you just pick him up, like, calm down, Johnny, and you just set him like on top of something really high, like I'm not gonna let you down until you calm. Until you calm down. down. <laughs> you put him on like a really tall countertop, because Johnny's not that big of a guy, man. Like I don't, I don't know, man. I, so I'm, you, I, I'm assuming you've seen him. Yes, dude. I so when I worked at Disney, I didn't tell you the story. I met him. Uh, it was during the Pirates of the Caribbean thing. He was at this restaurant. I can't say what I was doing at Disney. I, I they'll probably sue me. But I, I was uh, worked at a restaurant. Um, and Johnny Depp was there. This was d- during the height of the Pirates thing. And um, dude, so couldn't man. have been a nicer guy. So Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, the movies had were kind of big and had just come out. So this is two thousand. Gosh, man, two thousand three, two thousand four, around that time ish. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I was uh, my job involved like entertainment, and so doing some stuff with crowds, and I, I think happened to be his kids maybe during that time. And then uh, yeah, he was out there playing like on the floor, crawling around, doing stuff, and I remember freaking the fuck out. Okay, and, hold on, hold on. So he's what do you mean crawling around? Like, like, like I was park? crawling on the floor, dude. I was in a costume. Fuck it, I'm just going in. I was in a goofy costume, <laughs> crawling on the floor. We just gonna go at it. You can't say that. We got to okay. edit that out. I was friends with I was friends with Goofy. I was friends with Goofy. Me and Goofy was crawling on the floor. I think I signed a contract, so I couldn't say that. Anyway, so, and I look over, and Johnny Dead is on all fours crawling next to me, like, with kids, like, around the restaurant, like, under table. So did you not know he was there? No, dude. No idea. Like, so I look over. Play, you just playing around with the kids, and then you look up, and Johnny Depp is, like, looking at yeah, you? Yeah, like, in my face. Yeah, like, and I look over, and I go, like. Did he say anything? That guy looks a lot like Johnny Depp. Like, I'm thinking, right? And I get my head, and then I keep going, and then I hear him talk, and I'm like. That's fucking Johnny Depp. And then I'm like, <laughs> like I do the math. I'm like, it's like, yo, wait. And we go to the back. Um, gosh, man, we go to the back. It's like a, a our break room was on like through the kitchen or whatever. And he comes in and just like, oh, he wanted to say thank you, like to the, you know, like the characters or whatever. Da, 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 da. And I'm dude, and I literally like they're talking, and you know me, like I just can't help myself. And I literally jump up and go, You're Johnny fucking Depp. <laughs> Like, I just told him something he didn't know. And the whole room just looked at me. What did he say? <laughs> he just he, he laughed, just, bro. He, he just laugh? laughed. Okay, well, I'm like, you fucking Johnny Depp, man. And just like, and he just kind of looks at me, chuckles. And I'm like, that was so dope. Like, I thought it was so cool. It was a cool experience. Uh, How old were you then? Oh, man. 17, maybe? Oh, uh, yeah, like, yeah. This, dude, this is 16 years ago. And like ago. you said, during the during the whole height of the... Um, it's, it was literally Pirates was taking off. He, it was, he was larger than life, right? Like, this might have been the second or third. I think so, man. It was like uh, maybe second or third Pirates movie. It was not too far from the holidays, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, man. I was like... It was the first, like, really big, big name that I'd ever... And at Disney, you see them here and there, or you know at least when they shut down areas... When certain celebrities are there, like I think when I was there, um, Michael Jackson might have been there. I didn't work that day, but I think I remember them shutting down like sections of the park and stuff for them. And and so you kind of get used to. And there had been other celebrities that I met there, but that was the first one where I was like, "Holy shit!" Like this guy, because again, at that time he was um, 
the Pirates of the Caribbean was just such a big movie. Yeah. And I, I can't remember if he was on the second or third. But yeah, I remember freaking out going like, Johnny fucking dead. And, he just, it, and I said it like it was a pop quiz. <laughs> like I jumped up like, yeah, you're trying. And yeah. everyone in the room kind of looks at me like, yeah, yeah, we got that, man. Like, Did they ban you from, from doing that shit after that? Coincidentally, I never saw another celebrity at Disney after that, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, I never got any more shit. like, listen, don't put one out Yeah, there. don't put... I do remember, dude, getting... Uh, <laughs> I can't even say their names, but uh, we're going to get sued by somebody. So, so <laughs> there was one guy at the time, this Do couple it. had a show on MTV. Do it. And uh, he was in a boy band and she was a pop star. And this dude couldn't have been a bigger asshole. I remember that oh. he was a jerk. Uh, I know you're talking about Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy was a jerk. And I'm like, you're not even that famous, bro. Like, settle down. Your wife is. Like, <laughs> he was such a did you tell him that? No, man. Oh, you can't. I you told oh, him. no, man. I'm mildly. I'm like, so you would have got five for but, real. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, I, I, I just remember like thinking like just the way he was kind of dismissive of people. And, and so, and I try to have like some kind of compassion for these because you go, I don't know what it's like to be that famous, I guess, quote unquote. Because like somebody like Johnny Depp or Michael Jackson, or whatever, they, they're like in levels of fame that most of us will never comprehend. Like there's famous and then there's that type of famous. Um, that, that's like that's like stratosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. sucks. That's that's like you're never stepping out of your house again without security. You would, you know, you're right. not you're not walking down the street, you know, having an ice cream, whatever. Like never, you're like you're not going to a coffee shop. Like there's this guy wasn't that famous, dude. Like he was like if he walked through a supermarket in Orlando, a person or two might be like, oh, you're so and so. And he'd be like, all right, cool. Like, and they just keep walking. Like, where's your wife? <laughs> yeah, to be honest, man, I can't remember his name. I know you're talking yeah, about yeah. it, but I can't remember his name. So, yeah, I mean, but I always thought, okay, maybe he's an asshole because so many, like the way people kind of treat or the entitlement. Because I know some people do have a sense of where they feel like you own something. Like, you know, if they see you, you have to take a picture with them or you have to sign something. You have to whatever. And I never tried to... I've never asked them for anything. Like, I try not to ask for pictures. I usually, to me, like a, hey, what's up, man? Like, fan, whatever. And I would just keep it moving. It's usually, that's good enough for me. And most yeah. people, I think, would appreciate something like that. Like, I remember um, even here uh, in cigar bars, I've seen, like, Dominique Wilkins, who to me is like, you know, it's Dominique Wilkins, right? And literally at the table next to me. And I just give him the head nod, like, oh, snap. Like, yeah. You know, like the acknowledgement. Like the acknowledgement. Of Dominique. Yep. And he just... That not back and went back to smoking a cigar and talking shit with his buddies and I was just like that was cool like he didn't you know he wasn't cocky he wasn't thing he just kind of gave me the thing I didn't and I think maybe appreciated the fact that I wasn't like yo can I get a picture can I do this can right, I do that you know right. kind of kept it moving there but yeah just I think you know some of those guys I'm sure have they're just sick of people yeah. <laughs> so. well good thing you didn't get banned man like uh like they about to ban TikTok <sighs> dude can so can the country built on no censorship right we let you do anything you want. And now we're, I guess we're, we're doing this under the guise of national security um, because TikTok is owned by a Chinese company. So I didn't and know if that. you're a Chinese Did company, you know you're owned by the government. Yeah, yeah. I knew TikTok was owned by China. I had no idea. Because there's been, there's been, um, so there's been, not, this isn't new. Like there's been, um, I guess, controversy around TikTok since it came out because it was a Chinese company. No one ever thought it was going to get this big. So I can see the the concern there because you go, okay, if you're owned by a Chinese company, the Chinese company, basically the government owns you in China, which means then they have access to essentially everybody has a listening device, right? So I don't, to me, the, you don't censor it because again, it goes against everything we've built this. You know, if you're going to quote founding fathers and stuff, and certainly the party in power right now right. tends to do that, right? So you go, this falls under that, man. You can't, you can't do this and then hide it under the guise of, 
of national security, then just then you can make your employees not have it then on their devices when they're inside of federal buildings or whatever. If you hone a, spe- a specific position or you have a certain type of security clearance, maybe you say you're not allowed to have it. And maybe you control their phones or whatever it is. Or maybe you give them issued phones that they're not right. something like that. But I don't I don't know, man. I don't think you can take it away from everybody. But I was surprised, man. Some of the facts on it was like, like you said, owned by a Chinese company and the company is called ByteDance. If you guys, uh, I, I never even, I never even heard of it, but they were like, you know, obviously the the fear is about the company illegally storing data. Um, it's already been banned in India. Um, there's pot, there's like pending bans in um, both Hong Kong and Pakistan, and and so, and then even in the U.S., there's like a class action lawsuit by some, by, I think by some young folks in Illinois, um, saying that they're storing or they're collecting the, their biometric data. Oh, the fingerprints and stuff to unlock the device? I don't know if it's the device or maybe the, the your oh, facial. Because Remember, yeah, right, biometric is everything, right? Yeah, it's, your, everything. it's your finger pinch, it's your, it's your retinas, it's, it's, it's anything. Yeah. I mean, that's part of that little thing that you hit, I agree, you agree. none of us read. <laughs> <laughs> it's in that, man. It's in, uh, like, you can't go after the fact and complain about that, man. Bro, I, mean. I love the ones that make you scroll down to the bottom. <laughs> Because I'm just Check like, the box. I'm just yep. like, we all just do. Like we just throwing throw. it up. Just that shit's like you have bottom. to give up your firstborn child. You get this and that. There's like all these rules, and we're like, can I get into the app and record myself singing and dancing? I'm in. And listen, I'm I'm no conspiracy theorist, but but you know, I have an I have a, a an Alexa in the house, and I know she she hears everything. Everything, dude. It does, man. I mean, that thing turns on sometimes, and I'm like, what? I don't care. <clears throat> No, no, is it I, weird? I don't either, but I'm not doing yeah. anything, but right? I'm not, like, that's insane. I, like, maybe it's because I'm, I just don't care. Like, I have them everywhere. Yeah, it's like, too many. We have one in this room right now who lit up when you said that. Like, yeah. I will, I'll tell you what, when, when, when I turn my house into a heroin factory, <laughs> then I'll worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Un- until then, you can hear my, you know, my, me yelling at my kids and, you know, arguing with my wife. And you know whatever else goes on goes on in my house. There's nothing. There, there's nothing that private. And then I guess the argument is that they're using it then to because you you got to figure Amazon is using that to their advantage. There's zero chance that they have these devices that are that capable at that price point, and they're not getting something out of it. That's Bro, a little more. Every time we talk about something in a house, it shows I up. Get, <laughs> Bro, I like. How did they know that I wanted? A shoehorn. Yep. I don't even say shit out loud anymore. And I swear it starts showing up in like my email ads and all that stuff or social media. Dude, You're it, like, yeah, it's the, it's the social media ads. Um, if, you know, even on like YouTube, right. I go on YouTube browsers, and just, web browsers. Yeah. Yep. And, and, it, and or matter of fact, I love those because I'm always like, wait a minute. Like I went to like CNN or I went to like ESPN and on the right hand side, there's ads of something that I talked about the other day. I talked about some headphones the other day, and and lo and behold, then it's just nothing but headphones, and it's hilarious because it it happens almost until you buy something, and it's like they know that you've already bought it, and then you no longer get those targeted ads anymore. You know what's funny? I just so I was talking about some headphones, and I started getting ads for headphones, but I purchased one, but I'm still getting ads. Are you? But you know what? I wonder if it's because I use the PayPal account linked to my wife oh you're fucking up we gotta test the theory See? out we got, <laughs> but now that you've said you I'm purchased like, them cause I'm thinking like I already bought these why you keep hitting me up on I already got it every time dude to me it happens is I stop getting them almost immediately it's like, the weirdest we already, we already got you like I, I, looked, I bought a car like a month ago or whatever all I kept getting were ads from dealerships or banks offering me loans 
Oh, yeah. And it, yeah. it was almost instantaneous. Like the next day after I had purchased the vehicle, no more bank ads, no more bank uh, things, no more refinance your car, no more here, you know, pre approval for car loan, none of that, just gone. I was like, this shit's weird, man. Like they know. It's so, and that's what basically, so I guess the argument is if you're using that, it's almost like you're taking advantage and you're you're targeting people based on their conversations and all that. But then you go, isn't that kind of up to us to just have self-discipline to say, I guess if you do show me something that I had a conversation about and in some aspects, some would consider that a favor. Like, oh damn, I didn't know I could go there to buy that. And then I guess you're manipulating people psychologically to like buy things that they wouldn't have bought. And so maybe you're, you're changing purchasing habits. But what's that famous quote by, uh, uh, what the hell is his name? The Apple guy. Steve Jobs, man. Steve Jobs. Like people don't know, don't know what they want until you show it to until them. Until you show it to them. Which if we're going to praise them and do that, then we, we got to <laughs> live in the... Steve Jobs gets praised so much now, man, for being... Steve Jobs is an asshole. And he was a dick. <laughs> How many times does Steve Jobs get kicked out of Apple? <laughs> like the guy who invented Apple, they're like, nah, we've had enough of you. <laughs> they kept pulling him back. Like, they need to resurrect them, man, because Apple's looking the same yep. as they've been looking for the last friggin' five years. They had an extra camera. Yep. Like oh now now, it, now the back of the phone looks like those. You ever seen those frogs that have the babies <laughs> that they put on their back? <laughs> the baby. Listen, a backpack Go- of babies. Google frog with babies and holes. I'm scared of frogs. I'm not googling that shit. <laughs> There's a frog. I don't even know what it is. I feel like pulling it up right now. The thing stores its babies. Like 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 they hatch on its backs, like the eggs I believe are on the back, and that's they so disgusting, and they ha- it's disgusting. Man. But that's what the there's, there's, there's like a phobia, bro, for the holes. If if people have like, bro, I want to throw up right now. Just oh, I hate for y'all. To, I hate I hate frogs so much. I literally do. You know, it's funny. I get pest guys here, and I'm like, and and they always give me crap. And I'm like, listen, if you find a way to get rid of my frogs, dude, I will sign a lifetime contract. <laughs> and the dude just laughs and goes, well. If we get rid of their food source, the frogs will go with it. I'm like, listen, all I'm saying, I don't care how it goes away, <laughs> but if, <laughs> if I never see a frog around my property again, I'm good with that. And just, 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 <laughs> got me on a tangent about frogs now. <laughs> all right, so going back a little bit to the NFL, man, they're going to do the Black National Anthem, which I didn't even know existed. Listen, man, again. Did you hear, did you hear about this? Yeah, and... And it's lift every voice, lift every every. So they, they leave it, out some let they some, leave out some, some vowels in there. It's like E V apostrophe R Y. So lift every voice and who's, sing. Who's the I think artist? The so I'm gonna guess the artist. The, no the, the name. Okay. The, but no idea. Not that I don't appreciate again the gesture. But they're gonna do it. I think I think it's only like week one. Okay, so it's just week one. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's the whole. It's not the whole year, um, but. I'm, I can't get off of. I didn't know that that they had their own national anthem. I I didn't. I knew. I thought that was just like considered like a a, a song, um, like an official song of a movement. I didn't realize it was like the is national. It, anthem. Is it new? No, no, no. It's the lift everywhere. It's like the you've heard it before. Yeah. Yes. Are you sure? I, I'm absolutely. You've heard the song before. It's it's. But I think at some point in time, someone anointed it. I thought it was they just anointed it kind of like an official song. I didn't realize it was the Black National Anthem. And again, not that. Again, as someone who has, you know, my wife's half black, so my kids are black. The, I can appreciate the gesture. I just don't think 
black folks are going to be like, oh, that's cool. Let's play that song and all is forgiven type thing. Like, again, all these little gestures I understand. I think they'd prefer that you don't keep Colin Kaepernick out of the league for kneeling. Like, I think that goes a little longer than the singing of the song. Like, I, I'm glad you said that, bro, because I just got a thought. What if everyone stands for the black national anthem? And then kneels for the Star Spangled Banner, and that's going to create more controversy, right? Like then it's, it's going to create like more what? separation. Yeah, yeah, I think so too, man. I don't think that was a good idea. So you, if you do that, right? Then you just add another layer because then you're going to have another group of people who are going to be upset, and you're just going to yeah, drive they, them further they're gonna apart. They're going to go like, "Yo, like, okay, now we did this, and they're still, and they're, you know, quote unquote, they're still not happy." Which because it's not about the song, right? So then people are going to be. It's just going to, rightfully so, they're going to stand, right? And they're going to kneel for the other one because that's their thought. And so, to your point, people are going to go, oh, they're still not happy. And it's because the point was never that they wanted their song played. You know, the point was right. like, hey, man, they just want to be treated. So doesn't somebody go, yeah, let's not do that? I would think so, man. But And listen, they Jay, do. <laughs> Jay, my favorite rapper, and Jay's in charge of whatever, like, uh, 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 what is it, en- entertainment for the NFL now? Is he really? Like, he, yeah, that was his deal with him and Goodell. That's why he was in that press conference and he was uh, being called yeah, a sellout. Yeah. Um, and I defended Jay when that came out because I thought Jay's right. Jay's like, yo, we don't talked about it. We take knees. Like, time to time to do some real work together. I, I don't know what works come out, but if this is it, like, Jay, <laughs> Jay, this is time for you to go. Yeah, this is this is uh this is real volume three of you. We need you to we need to throw a blueprint type move in here. This is <laughs> listen. I want one hundred. By a big pun, <laughs> played at, at the, <laughs> We'll take week two. We'll take week two. <laughs> what do you draw the line? Yo, can you imagine coming out to that? Oh my god, bro! The the oh, I know that would fire me up. And you listen, and then you know there's gonna be people who are gonna be like, but big pun beat women. <laughs> like, like it never ends, dude. Never We're ends. gonna go down this rabbit hole. We're like one week it's gonna be like, and everybody's gonna come out, be hype, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, but big pun beat women." So now you guys are supporting uh, uh, violence against women, and you're gonna be like, "No, we're the NFL. We support violence against anything." <laughs> and this just gonna go down a separate rabbit hole, man. I'm like, oh my god, because you you know, like every single thing I think of now, all these little things are like, "Oh, give rid of that, cancel that, change this, change that." I go, it's never gonna end. You're always going to find something wrong, especially when you look back, right? Like, you can't look at the past with today's eyes, man. And it just, it just, again, I think we have a lot of room uh, uh, for improvement and certainly changes to make. But I think when when people try to go and say, like, let's get rid of this, 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 and they feel like that's going to fix the problem. It's like, no, man, this stuff is embedded in how we're kind of raised as a culture it's going to take more than doing that and yep. certainly it's a it's a gesture right but yeah no I, I think i think it shows that 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 people are willing to try um and but in my in my humble opinion i think it just comes down to education and 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 sitting down and, and talking to each other and because i think that you know I, I think if somebody that you knew that was that that was of another race that had no idea what you went through and you sat down and told them man like this is what my life is like on a daily basis or here are the things that i worry about like there's there's not many human beings that that that, that would go oh that doesn't happen i don't get that like if 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 they're your friend or colleague or what have you 
most humans are going to sit down and go, oh, shit, like, I had no idea. Like, that's that's a horrible way to live. Yeah. Like, <sighs> and, 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 let's, and let's be clear. Like, this, it's never going to be equal. No. Right? It's never going to be equal. And to me, NFL, if you want to fix something, how about you hire some black head coach? In the league, I don't know, NFL is what, 60, 60, 40, 70, 30, black to white? I'm just going to throw that out like there. players? Yeah. It might be more than that. So you're going to tell me, and then I get that there's very few coaching positions, but how many black coaches are in the NFL right now? Two, three out of 30? So, because I can name Mike Tomlin, I can name Anthony Lynn, and I'm going to count the dude from Miami because he's Spanish. Is Anthony, so Anthony Brian Lynn the guy, the guy from uh, San Diego? San Diego. Yep. Or LA, whatever. They, I don't even whatever know where they are. It doesn't matter. Yet. Nobody watches them. So they're somewhere in California. <laughs> Try to find them. We got CBS on Sundays in the fall. <laughs> but... There's like two or three, right? So, and then, okay, so if the NFL wants to make progress, how about you don't have to make a rule so people have to interview for black head coaches? How about that just happens naturally, which speaks to, again, and I don't think they go out of their way to keep black people out, but I don't think they get the same opportunities. Again, they're just not getting brought into the room to have the conversation or to, you know, for the interview. Um, so I think what would go further is how about you hire some uh, a diversity in the GMs and in black? And again, I'm not one who's, um, I don't think I hate the idea too that you're just gonna give people the job because they're of color. Like I hate when there's openings and I go, oh, you, we want a person to, uh, because I do think the best person should be hired for that job. But if you're gonna tell me in a league that that you have sixty to seventy percent black, and then these guys retire, come out of that, you're gonna tell me that you can't come up with more than two or three head coaches out of that at a time? I'm not buying that. Like there's just no way. There's no way that that's the case. Um, but what about what about? And I'll play devil's advocate here, right? So. Perhaps the reason why there's so many, you know, so many black athletes is because a lot of them are more talented, right? Maybe they're more gifted athletically, right? So, so then the, the folks of other color, because they're not gifted athletically, maybe they don't make it as far as far as players. And then so they get into coaching earlier. So now you're starting that coaching process and that experience earlier. So now this person, by the time that they're 30 or 40 years old, they've got 20 years of coaching experience behind them. Meanwhile, the other guy's been playing, not saying that he's a bad coach, but coaching and playing is different. Yeah. You know, it, it, it is. It's, it's different. And, and there's a there's a leadership factor. And I'm, I'm not saying that the players are not leaders either, but there's definitely some of that, too. Yeah, great maybe, players never make good coaches. Like, yeah, great players. I, I can't name a single great player who was a good head coach in any sport. I'm, 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 I'm rattling through. The my only head one right that now. comes off right now, um, almost immediately, and and I think it's up for debate. I think he more had a good team is uh, Larry Bird. But I'm gonna say Larry had Reggie Miller and Chris Mullen and that, and you know, and obviously ran into those Bulls teams. But he's the only person that would be like the exception to the rule. Like I know people all the time will say, oh, like Peyton Manning should be a head coach. And I'm like, Peyton Manning would would Peyton Manning wouldn't understand why, uh, you know, Daniel Jones can't see the same things he sees. And it would just be frustrating. It's the same reason why Michael Jordan wouldn't be able to see like, well, how come you just can't float there and switch hands? Like, I don't get it. The guy was coming right at you. You know, like there's just something you can't teach when you're that. Yeah, that, having that expert, those kind of expectations on everybody else yeah. when you're at the like the top of your game, and, and I could, and, and you know, I, I can't see your point. I I still think though, then it, it's such a large disparity, right? Like I think that would speak to if it was two thirds of the coaches in the NFL were white, 
I would go, okay, like that, but to one at a time. No, 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 and, and I yeah. totally, I totally get it, and I, and I guess and Ron I, I Rivera is the other one. Let me not discredit right. Ron Rivera is, is is a minority, and and again, I think the best person should have the job. And to your point, you're right. I think uh, um, head coaches come out of guys who are usually have to work to get there, right? Not guys who are just naturally talented who get there, and maybe that's the. And I think that then maybe that's it, right? Because if if you like, I don't know a lot of guys that that didn't excel in the sport and then said, oh, okay, I'm going to go into coaching. They usually like, they don't, they didn't excel. So they did get into something else. Yeah. Like Mark Jackson, Mark Jackson was a good player, right? Was a decent head coach. Why hasn't Mark Jackson gotten another? And I think the NBA probably does a better job of diversity. The NBA has a, a, a much, much better, uh, uh, I guess, collective of, of coaches from different backgrounds. But I'm trying to think NFL, man. Like, what was the last Tony Dungy? And you actually, do you remember when Tony Dungy was in that Super Bowl against the um, the, Bears? the Bears? It was a yeah. big deal because Lovey Smith was black. And it was like the first Super Bowl with two black head coaches. The NFL has been around for 100 years. I might be wrong about this, but whoever won would have been the first black head coach to win a Super to Bowl. To win. I yeah, because that was, that, that, that was 06. Yeah. I mean, Mike Tomlin won some Super Bowls, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Was Tom Lynn before? Remember when, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. Yeah, hit, hit, us, right, hit right. us up on the comments, people. Yeah, yeah, hit us, us up. Yeah, yeah. Let us know what we went wrong. We, we probably way wrong Spe- on that. Speaking of going wrong, man, we t- we said last week that um that Patrick Mahomes was picked like late. Yeah, he was tenth. Really, Patrick Mahomes is top ten. But he was it was he was after um he was after Trubisky. Okay, Trubisky, I think, was picked third. Wow. And then, as a Bears fan, man, how does that make you? Feel? Oh my God, bro! <laughs> I can't even. Let's not. Can we not talk about? Though that? I will say, man, I think what never gets enough credit is who people end up with. Absolutely, Patrick Mahomes is not Patrick Mahomes if he ends up with uh, who's your head coach now? I don't even know who the head coach of the Bears is right now. <sighs> I can't even remember his name right now. But he's a. But he is a a. Uh, who's the Chiefs head coach? Andy Reid. He's, an, he's an Andy Reid uh, kind of disciple. Prodigy. Yep. Okay. So, because Andy Reid is, not, and this doesn't discredit Patrick Mahomes in any way. Patrick Mahomes is ridiculously talented, um, but Patrick Mahomes doesn't do everything that he does with, if it's not Andy Reid or a coach of that caliber. So, I don't know that if he ends up with the Bears. It's a, you know, who knows? It's one of those what ifs, right? You know, right. But I always thought, like, no matter how talent, I always feel bad for like guys that get drafted for the Browns because like no matter how good you are, you're not going to do anything. Because you, you know, like Brady, Brady is awesome. Brady also had the benefit of Belichick, and Belichick had the benefit of Brady. If Brady gets drafted by the Cleveland Browns, Tom Brady's not carrying the Cleveland Browns to six Super Bowls, right? Like maybe not even one, right? Because you can't you can't overcome that culture. So I think there's something to be said for if Patrick Mahomes ends up in the Bears, maybe he starts day one. And maybe he's just ridiculously arm talented, but he just gets blasted all the time. Maybe he doesn't have that O line. Maybe he doesn't have the creativity of an Andy Reid who who does design plays where they buy you it buys you more time and you get the ball out of your hand quicker or in certain places because he runs like a West Coast kind of yep. really quick. And it, Andy Reid is any Andy Reid team. I remember even the Chiefs were the most boring team ever to watch. And I remember when Andy Reid went there, you're like, damn it, I'm gonna watch the Chiefs because you just know it's gonna be fun to watch. Like yeah. he 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 can have he made Alex Smith watchable. Andy Reid can make anybody watchable. Like he's just. But you know what? Guy. You mentioned you mentioned Belichick and 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 Tom Brady, right? And how they had the benefit of each other. I'm gonna go out on a limb right now and say if he doesn't if 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 he doesn't go there, I think he still wins a championship with Bledsoe. A championship. 
Yeah, maybe not six. Maybe not six. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, but, I, I think he does get one with Drew Bledsoe. I think you're right because that scene was good. Dude, Bledsoe was was and, really good. Yeah, Bledsoe. He sells wine by. He sells wine now, by the way. Which I've heard is decent. We got we got to get we that for one episode, out. man. But he, which but today, by the way, man, we switched it up today and went with some whiskey. Ooh, this is really good. I don't even know what is this thing called. Widow Jane, man. Of all places, it's I was a whiskey say, from New York. I was gonna say old lady Jane. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Enter. <laughs> It's called Yenta Jane. Yenta Jane. Widow Jane. Widow Jane, aged 10 years. This thing is really smooth. I love it, man. This uh, It's a great wine. Um, no wine. Perfect. I, oh, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I've had four of these, so my bad. It's a it's a great whiskey uh, from New York that's not known for its whiskey. But if you're a whiskey drinker, man, if you haven't tried Widow Jane, go, go grab you some of that. This stuff is amazing. And before we roll out of here, let's say shout out to the wife, man. We celebrated a little anniversary this week. I came back from Puerto Rico, feeling good, um, sweating rum. Uh, Puerto Rico takes the virus a lot more serious than Florida does. I'm telling you that right now. Is that right? Oh, dude, you couldn't get in anywhere without getting your your temperature checked. Um, your you had to have the mask. Obviously, you got hand sanitizer. Some places even made you spray down your shoes with some disinfectant. Uh, like the I, bottom? Yes, dude. And I mean, and I don't know how effective that is, but whatever. They it made you feel better, I guess. Um. Everywhere, dude. And even our hotel. Every time we made our way back to the hotel, you had to have your temperature scanned. You had to, um, they, they they make you like wash your hands in front of them, do the hand sanitizer thing and all that. Um, they took it way more serious. Uh, the people were amazing. Uh, but I'm going to run for governor of Puerto Rico one day if I don't get canceled from all this shit because I'm sure they'll just resurface all my comments. But Puerto Rico needs help. <laughs> so. Don't worry, man. I, I'll, go, I'll go through this episode tomorrow and... Uh... <laughs> And I'll I'll block out block. all the stuff that you said. <laughs> it'll it'll just be me on the podcast. <laughs> all right, man. Tell tell them where they can find us. All right, man. We are uh, yeah the carbon footprint at the carbon footprint on Instagram, uh, the carbon footprint podcast on YouTube. Uh, I'm at Juan on stage on Instagram and on on uh, Facebook at Juan on stage. So so hit me up there. Hey, we love you guys have been keeping the comments flowing. I know we say this every week, but really, man, keep it up. We love it. Uh, it helps us know when we're on the right path, when we're when we veered off a little, when we've you know uh, maybe we got some work to do. Which which we love it either way. We love the good, the bad, the stuff. So you know, hit us up. Absolutely, we've seen you know we've seen the episodes that you guys have listened to and the ones that you haven't. So we are taking notes and, um, you know, trying to improve this thing every week. But we're, we're having a blast. And maybe one day when we can afford to get canceled, we'll drop a, we'll drop like the director's cut of some <laughs> of some episode. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you, guys. We'll catch you all next week. Peace. Peace.